Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. You are listening to the Next Best Picture podcast, and this is Dan Baer's interview with the writer, director, and star of the new film Language Lessons, Natalie Morales, and the co-writer and co-star... Mark Duplass. Hola. I'm sorry, wh- who, who are you? What are you doing in my house? Uh. Surprise! You're so dead. You are such a drama queen. I'm mad. I won't. No! Who are you again? I'm your Spanish teacher. So I have to speak Spanish for one day. Well, I actually bought the, uh, the, the hundred lesson package. Will, did you buy me a hundred Spanish lessons? Yeah. Why? Because you wanted to learn Spanish, dummy. Oh. Buenos dias, Adam. Yo no sé tu nombre. Oh. Todo el mundo me dice cariño. Como in, in Dirty Dancing, how everybody just calls baby, baby. Ah. I stalked your social media. What? I found out that it was your birthday, so ready, one, two, three, here we go. Cumpleaños feliz. Cumpleaños a ti. This is Will. My hombre. It's muy guapo. Hello? Is there anybody there? La verdad es que estoy un poco uh, perdido. I just want to make sure that you're okay. Sí. Lo siento. ¿Estás en Costa Rica? Sí, es donde vivo. Hola, papa. Dos personas pueden jugar este juego. <laughs> what I wanted to say, but I was kind of afraid to say, is... Adam. Yes? Adam. Yes? Stop calling me so late, so unprofessional. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome back to the Next Best Picture podcast, where we are talking with Natalie Morales and Mark Duplass from the new film Language Lessons. Natalie, Mark, it's so great to be talking with you. I am, I was a huge fan of this movie at the Berlinale earlier this year um, when we were still very much locked down and... This was a big ray of sunshine for me in those cold winter days. So thank you. Thank and you. How, thank you. <laughs> how are you doing after the film has had that great premiere and then did um, some other festivals and now is coming out to general release? Um, we're very excited about it. Uh, it, it coming out. I mean, it's, it, we, it was such a small project that so little of us had seen it. It had never been screened for anybody, only our close friends and like, um, had seen it. So for it to be at Berlin all and then, and then to have people watch, it was a very exciting experience for, for us. Uh, uh, so we're, we're, we're thrilled. That, that is so good to hear. And everyone that I know that has seen it has really taken to it and really come to love it. 
and it's a very unique sort of film even we've had these sort of like screen life films like unfriended or profile that came out earlier this year so i'm kind of curious where did this idea come from i know you two have collaborated before on room 104 but was this like a conversation that had always been there did it come up just because of the world (laughs) yeah it was sort of uh it, it got born a few months into the initial lockdown last year um and i was sort of struggling creatively a little bit because i was writing a bunch of things but i really wanted to make something um and at the same time um i was taking online spanish classes amongst a bunch of other dumb things just to pass the time in the middle of the pandemic um and i was noticing something that was happening between myself and my spanish teacher which is we were doing conversational lessons and um, neither of us were very good at small talk. And that mm-hmm. meant if we were gonna have conversations, something had to happen. So we just ended up going deep really quickly. Um, and it actually facilitated uh, mm-hmm. us getting to know each other and our intimacy as opposed to blocking it, You know, this whole 2D FaceTiming thing. Um, and I thought, well, wow, that's really interesting. Um, so, um, you know, my brain started clicking around thinking, wow, this is a movie we could make. We could make it, you know, somebody could be in their home. I could be in my home. So I called Natalie immediately um, and confirmed that she did, in fact, speak Spanish um, and um, asked her if she would make this movie with me. And she was like, yeah, what's the story? And I was like, I have no idea, but I'm sure we can figure it out. <laughs> um, and so at that point, we just kind of built this thing together and four weeks later we were wrapped on the movie four weeks wow mm-hmm. that that is a of course like it's not so much of a big production but that is a very quick turnaround time yes. for for, yes. for anything um were these actually your respective houses that you shot those scenes in or most did... of it yeah most of it oh wow mm-hmm. yeah very very cool because i i particularly in love with all the nautical decorations in your house mark i that was a lot of, as you can tell by the background it's yes the ocean. Exactly. <laughs> for, the, um, for the fish yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um i i'm really glad to hear that this came out of like a real life situation that you had because everything in the movie feels very real and we don't get a lot of films about people falling in friendship or falling into a more platonic love. And we get so many films about people falling in romantic love. Yeah. And so it's good to hear that that was sort of like the birth of this was the sort of friendship that you found blossoming. My question for you about that is like, why do you think that this type of relationship is so underexplored in art? I'm not sure, you know, maybe for the same reason that that we actually ended up doing it. We didn't even think about it before we did it, that we weren't I'm saying we didn't we didn't make it because it was underexplored. That's not the reason we chose to do it as a platonic thing. That's only something we realized later that we hadn't really seen that much, if at all. And so I, I think that people we tend to put importance on, you know, on career and money and love right and like those are the things we we ask psychics about those are the things we like uh focus on without realizing that platonic love and friendships are such an important and and enriching part of our lives i think um 
I think that it, I don't know, maybe that's something that we're, we're all hopefully starting to see a lot more in these times is that like, uh, having that is, is so, is so important. And, and, um, having a, having a good friend is everything. It really is everything. And, um, you know, I, I, I don't know why it hasn't happened much more, uh, before this, but I'm, I'm really glad we stumbled upon it. Yeah. I mean, we, we did discuss how important our own platonic friendships have been to us and how they are just as complex, if not at times more complex than the, the romantic relationships in terms of sustaining them, in terms of navigating them. Um, and, you know, one thing I talked to Natalie about, which is, you know, I, I've been, you know, with my wife for 20 years. And so the romantic portion of my life is cemented and there. And so the only way for me to fall in love and have those giddy moments anymore is through the platonic connection. So it is something that I'm like very interested in and seeking out. Um, and, you know, in, in the making of this movie, I think that part of what people are responding to is the nature of just Natalie's and my connection on screen. And, and that was a, a product of us, you know, not knowing each other that well, but really liking each other, feeling like our creative juices would, would match up really well. We collaborated a little bit, but not on screen before and us coming together. And what you see on screen is us really kind of getting to know each other. And so it, it is, um, it is kind of a special moment in our own relationship as well. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Yeah, it is. It is a at times painfully intimate film. And as we watch Adam and Carino get to know each other and reveal these deep truths that they start out sort of wanting to hold back from or that feel inappropriate somehow, how much of your own relationship did bleed into those characters and the script? Um, I, I'm not sure because as Mark was saying, like, I, I think we were discovering our own relationship as we were making the movie. So mm. I guess it, I guess a lot of it and, and, uh, I, I, you know, we have yet to find out really where mm. our, our, our friendship, 
um, like he was saying, really, you, as Carino and, and Adam get to know each other, it, it was me and Mark getting to know each other and working together and, and, and really creating something together and building something together, which is, uh, which is a, which is a cool and quick way to really get to know someone, you know, um, cause you find out like what's important to them, what, what makes them tick, what they like, what they don't like, what's a topic they don't want to talk about, what's a topic they really want to talk about, what scares them. Those are all things you find out when writing something with somebody or, or when building a story with somebody. Um, and, and especially when you like that person um, and you want to be friends with them and you want to collaborate with them, it's, um, it's, 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 a, it's a really cool thing. It's like exploring a new land, you know, you're kind it of is. just like making your way through this thing and it's, um, it's cool. So I guess, I guess a lot of Cariño and Adam's friendship and relationship is, is similar to us, I think. I think, you know, I think Mark and I, I, I don't think, I don't think I'm very similar to Cariño. I think I'm, I'm pretty different than that, but I think the things that they do for each other, I think Mark and I would do for each other in a sense, you know, like, I'm, yeah. Yeah. I feel like, you know, Natalie calls me at three 30 in the morning and it's like, I need $15,000, a blowtorch and some chocolate sprinkles and meet me on the side of the highway i'm 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 going like i'm gonna be there. same same yeah that is true friendship yeah, yeah. <laughs> um well when, the, when he gets to the highway he'll be like uh, this is a cool movie what are we making uh, what are we <laughs> <laughs> no for real i need these things <laughs> that's amazing um what was the collaboration process like for this did you meet over video conferencing to do all this stuff or did you send pages back and forth how, how did that happen I, I don't think we actually ever zoomed until we had like our first crew meeting for this we were on the phone and we talked about it on the phone and then we mark you know came up with that that idea about the, the the Spanish teacher and the student and like what you know and then and then we were like let's let's go off and write biographies on these two characters and just whatever we think of and then we'll come together and and see what we have come up with and see how we make these two characters collide and and that's what we did and and then from there is where we wrote you know the story and what what happens in the in the movie but um yeah, I mean, I think we we wrote. I mean, Mark wrote quite a bit of the some of the earlier scenes, and 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 especially the stuff that's in Spanish. Um, we did we did work off of like a, a, a full script, but a lot of it was also improvised off of ideas that we both had for the scenes and how they should go, and, and beats that we wanted to hit, and and they were improvised. Um, mostly because we wanted it to feel as natural as possible and as conversational as possible. And we wanted, you know, the laughs to feel real and not like something we'd said a hundred times or rehearsed a hundred times. Um, and, uh, and yeah, that was the, that was the major, the goal of it all. So often also we wrote scenes like, and, and wrote, meaning we came up with the beats of the scene right before we right. did them, uh, like literally right before we did them, we, the, the entire, uh, the entire scene where Cariño is is drunk, we barely wrote, but we came up with what was supposed to happen in that scene like an hour before wow. we shot it. 
Um, wow. It was very much a process of discovery as we were filming it. We shot most of it in order, except we shot the last scene first, but everything else was in order. Oh, oh, I was I was going to ask if that yeah. was actually shot last or if it came earlier. No, we shot wow. that first. We knew we knew wow. we wanted it to end that way. Like we knew we knew the beginning, we knew the end, and then we had to figure out everything else in the middle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of course. Um, yeah. And Natalie, this is your feature directorial debut, um, and it's so different from how you you would normally put together a film. How did that go? <laughs> and would you do another project like this? Um, I mean, this this is very unique as far as projects go for a lot of reasons. Um, but I, I did come from doing really small things, uh, directing wise. Like I, you know, I started. I started directing by just begging all all my friends to let me do their music videos for their bands. Um, and and I mean, why that's, not? Yeah, and that's you know stuff that I did just by like having a camera and going going around town and doing it myself and figuring it out as I as I went. Um, you know, this was a unique experience for me because I, I also have, was doing this other movie plan B that was like an actual, like what we're, what we're used to production wise, where there's like sets and cameras and crews and people <laughs> and all, all, all the things that we're used to seeing on a set. Um, and, and I, I was slated to do that. That was my supposed to be my directorial debut. And we were prepping for that in, in uh, February and March of 2020. And then it got shut down literally the day before we were supposed to start shooting. Oh, um, and so then I didn't know if that was coming back or what was going to happen. And then a couple months later, Mark called me with this idea. So we shot this and then, uh, and then while I was editing this, I was already back on plan B, um, re re prepping that and shooting it. And then, and then, yeah, it was, it was this kind of interwoven thing. This, this went to Berlin first and then mm -hmm. plan B came out into public to the public first and then now this is coming out so they were very intertwined i kind of had like these two very disparate and separate uh experiences directing movies last year that were that were you know months if not days uh next to each other and and it was it was very very much very different worlds but um they were both they're both very enriching and, and there's something about doing things on a smaller scale that is can be a lot more fun because it's, um, I mean, Mark, Mark was like, if this sucks, we don't have to show anyone. And I was like, okay, <laughs> there's something really free, Pressure freeing off. about that. Yeah. Uh, um, so, so it, it allows you to be experimental because, um, you're not really wasting other people's money. You're wasting your own money in this case, Mark's. So like, I, I, you know, there is, there is something a little bit more freeing in that. And, and it also comes with its restraints and it's, and it's, you know, d depending on what it is, this happened to be kind of like perfect place, perfect time, perfect scenario where, where it just, it, it was what it was. I mean, there's been plenty of times where I've been on a very small set and been like, can I just have one more minute to shoot this? Please do not pull the plug right now. You know, I mean, like that, that happened on plan B. So like, uh, it, it's, uh, it's, it's interesting. There's always, there's challenges with both and they both are completely different nature, but in some ways very, very similar. Well, I think I speak for most people that see this movie, if not all of them, when I say that it works like a charm and thank again, thank you guys both for making it and giving it to us to, 
remind us of the best of what we had to go through in the past Thank year. <laughs> Thanks so much, Daniel. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you guys as well. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to Dan Baer's interview with the writer, director, and star of the film Language Lessons, Natalie Morales, and the co-star and co-writer, Mark Duplass, here on the Next Best Picture podcast. You have been listening to the Next Best Picture podcast. We are proud to be part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, and you can subscribe to us anywhere where you subscribe to podcasts. Be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and let us know what you think of the show. We really appreciate your feedback and your support, which you can also lend on over at Patreon. For $1 minimum a month, you'll get some exclusive podcast content from us. Thank you so much for listening. As always, we shall see you all next time. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.